And Roll's probably greatest albums by, by one of their greatest bands. Yeah. yeah. If not the greatest band. Definitely. Fucking up there for sure. Part of the British Invasion. Fucking, we're talking about the Rolling Stones. And this album is Sticky Fingers. 50 years old. That's awesome. And timeless. I mean, yeah. there's so many hits on it that are still huge. Yeah, guy. Like, yeah. Brown sugar, bitch, wild horses. Can't you hear me knocking? Some big dead flowers. Like, actually, Shom is honoring uh, Sticky Fingers today. Yeah. Yeah. I Good. saw they. they uh, Everyone should be honoring Sticky Fingers today. Even they even said it was one of the greatest albums of all time. It's funny when you open it, you kind of see his pubes. Yeah. <laughs> it has the like underwears. It's Andy Warhol, too. You can see it in there. Oh, yeah? Okay, cool. That's sick. Yeah, so for those who have never held the record, uh, the record has actually a little zipper. Not all the pressings, but the original pressings. Some yeah. of the represses, I guess. But they have a little zipper that you can actually unzip. And it's like pants. So it's like the zipper to your pants. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool a concept. cool one, yeah. That's why I love records. This is my first record. Yeah, that copy? Or? Yeah. Along with uh, Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I believe it's this copy. Honestly, it might not be this copy. Just because my uncle gave me my original one, and my uncle's a cunt. But it's still, like, the first record I ever owned. And this one, if it's not the same one, it's one that I would have got really... Like close after. Yeah, I first, believe it's the first one because I remember the the scene kind of splitting. First mm. ever album I owned was Abracadabra by Steve Miller. Really? And I only Trooper. got that like last year. It's a good album. No, it's, it's a really but good album. That fueled uh, fueled quite the fucking addiction. Oh, well, this it's the first album I spun too because I got Sgt. Pepper's and. By the Beatles, of course, and Sticky Fingers by the Stones, and I didn't know what to spin first, and then I was like, Stones, fuck it. But, uh, you know, and that definitely sparked this fucking major addiction. Yeah. Woo! So the Rolling Stones, they're, fu they're like ancient, first of all. They look like they've been fucking... <laughs> like, they look like they've been through a couple of fucking... There's so hurricanes. many of those Keith Richard fucking memes too like oh Keith Richards been dead since the 70s but no one's told him yet <laughs> yeah. well wasn't there so much alcohol in the system yet they like have a blood transfusion or something he's had multiple blood transfusions okay. where they pumped all of his blood out of his body and then repumped it with clean blood that's crazy multiple times uh, that's insane imagine fucking being that fucking like, they partied those boys oh yeah fucking right they partied there. Now, I'm going to jump into a hot topic right off, which definitely um, has different uh, feelings from other people, right? 
Because they always have those band comparisons, right? Like, who do you prefer? And most of the time, they don't really compare them with someone that they should be compared with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were... Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. It's like if you're comparing Black Sabbath and Pink Floyd. It's like, well, yeah. those are two bands that you shouldn't Completely even compare. Yeah. You know? Um... One of the big comparisons that I do agree with, though, is, like, the Beatles or the Stones. Because that's, that's pretty much one of the oldest ones, right? Yeah, and they're both from the same era. Like and, British yeah. Version, so. And they, like, kind of came up together, you yeah. know what I mean? They've been around each other forever at that point. Do you have an answer to who you prefer, the uh, Beatles or the Stones? I don't know. Because that's, that's hard to say, because every Beatles album is phenomenal. But they broke up in 1970. Whereas the Stones, they released so many fucking albums, but they have a couple of misses. There's a couple of misses, like, like some of their late 80s there. It's a little Yeah, a little but rough. I think that the Beatles are also put in this category where it's like, well, everything they did is great. When it's really not like that, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, uh, there are a few Beatles songs that I'm like, okay, you know, like... Uh, it's okay, but it's not, like, great, you know what I mean? Not everything was, uh, Ticket to Ride or Drive My Car or... Yeah, you know that's I mean? on later albums. The later they got, the better they got, I found. Like, their early albums kind of... Yeah. There's a little more popish, like, I wanna hold your hand. It's a good song, but... Yeah, but even those, can, can, compared to certain other tunes, I'm trying to... Like, I can't really think of, uh... Like, an album like the White Album. The White Album's a later album. That's yeah. a long album, and there is some filler on that album. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? For me, the Stones, I mean, they, it's weird, because they, they progressed. Like, I can tell, I've told people this a million times without even a fucking blink in my eyes. Like, the Stones are the Beatles, the Stones. Every time. Yeah. But that's also, for me, because... They're more of the classic rock feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have albums like uh, Metamorphosis or uh, the Satanic fucking Birthday or Satanic uh, Ritual. Or something, something. Yeah, I have that one. I, I love that. But like, I just feel like for me personally, the Stones have more for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is. I want to say this is my favorite Stones album, but Let It Bleed is up there too. Go Ahead Soup is great. Go Ahead Soup for sure. Um, I like Black and Blue a lot, and obviously Exile on Main Street is like this and Exile on Main Street, like this and then that one after another. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, I they're definitely in their prime dreams. Oh man! Like and 60s, the, the, 60s, the thing is, is the Beatles were always number one, right, during yeah. the '60s. Well, going into the 70s, it wasn't going to be like that. If the Beatles didn't break up, they were going to see the takeover from the Stones going mm. into first. Especially with this coming out, and fucking, uh, and then Exile, and then, you know, I just... And that's nothing against the Beatles. I fucking love the Beatles, yeah. dude. I think they are one of the all-time greatest acts with the best songwriting duo of all time. Yeah. But... They don't have a wild horses. Wow. Well, you know? True. Like, ugh. That's too, like, you know, there's in the same, uh, same, like, they were part of the British invasion together in the 60s. The Beatles came over first. That's probably why they were a little bigger, because they came over before the Rolling Stones. 
But, well, and the Beatles were undeniable. Like, yeah, like, the, the, I don't know, I didn't live in the 60s, but man, it would have been crazy to yeah. see all these bands coming from the UK, like The Who, fucking Cream, Man for Man, all these fucking British invasion bands coming over in the late, early 60s. Fuck, what a time to be alive. That would have been insane to see all these bands coming out. But, you know, they Rolling Stones kind of, uh, you know, they withstand the test of time, right? They're the they're, biggest they're, band of all time. Like, they're they're still, still around. They're still around. They're still putting out new music. And I mean, all the members, except for Brian Jones and maybe a couple bass players. Is Wyman still there with him? Well, Wyman isn't there anymore. No. But Mick, Mick Taylor's there still, right? Well, no, no, I think he, he's Ronnie Wood replaced him. Yeah, Ronnie Wood, well... It's weird because Ron. Brian Jones was the guitar player. Yeah. And then, well, rhythm guitar. The only constant has been Charlie Watts, Mick Jagger, and, and Keith, Keith Richards. Yeah. Okay. So it's been like, other than a couple switches, those three are like, fuck, what are they now? 80? Almost 80? Yeah. Uh, in their 80s, they are. Paul McCartney's goddamn close. Well, Paul's not 80? Well, Paul's uh, not 80. I, I, then... I don't know if Paul's 80. I think Paul was just turned. 75. They gotta be fucking close, though. I mean, their first albums are in the early 60s. Keith, yeah, 77, Keith Richards. Yeah, insane. But Mick he's Taylor. lived so many more lifetimes than that. Taylor's 72, so he's young. Charlie Watts, fuck, he's... 79, and Charlie Watts still plays the drums better than fucking most people's fucking young children. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good, though. Really good drummer. Like, he, he does this weird thing where he never plays the hi-hat at the same time as the snare. So it's like, well, he does, but, like, he does, like a lot of times it's like, do, 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 do. like, he doesn't play the hi-hat on every single beat. It's kind of cool. Um, how about Mick Jagger? Oh, it's Mick Jagger. 77. So him and Keith are the same age. But, man, they fucking, he looks, looks like a fucking ancient skeleton, but. Yeah, but he still gets pussy like a maestro. Well, I don't anymore. even know what Maestro means, but uh, he has a fucking he has a spouse, he has a spouses, partners. He's currently in a relationship with uh, well, she doesn't have a fucking name. How the fuck's he still having kids? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That is <laughs> he has eight children, and the youngest. Fucking the youngest is 29, first of all, but no, that's not the youngest. Eight others. Oh my god, Tabernacle. But Ronnie Wood's been there since '75 too, and Ronnie Wood is someone that you can't you can't take away from his contributions because when he came into the Stones, from the moment that he became a Rolling Stone, he became an equal member for everything that was to come. Yeah, and it had to have been that way because Ron Wood is. One of the greatest guitar players. Yeah. You know, from being with uh, the Faces, uh, the Jeff Beck group, but also being a, a longtime uh, guitar player, not like all, on and off, of course, but with Rod Stewart, you know, being on Rod Stewart's biggest albums, yeah. you know. And Rod Stewart, to now he almost seems like a novelty act. You know what I mean? Rod Stewart, when you see, like, like, do you remember in the 2000s when 
Rod Stewart had like a tour coming up and he'd have some lame ass commercial where he's wearing a suit and he looks like Michael Bublé there, yeah. you know what I mean? But you can't take away that. In the 70s and late 60s, Rod Stewart was huge. Oh yeah. Fuck, even in the 80s. Yeah. That's kind of where I lose it, where it's like, yeah. If you want my bad, it's, it's not I'm bad, sexy. but it's not, it's not, it's not what I want. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, uh, like, I don't know. I love Ronnie Wood as a, as a stone. Okay, so this album's 50 years old, but the Rolling Stones are 59 years old, like, as a band. As a band, yeah. That's crazy to be 62. in the same band so, for 59 years. Well, next year's Fuck. 60 years. That's insane. You know? Uh, Charlie Watson. That's almost longer than fucking their marriages, probably. <laughs> Definitely. They didn't stay married that long, dude. Come on. Right, they've been married to music longer than mar- uh, married to music. That's a fucking turn. They had a... Like, a couple earlier drummers, right? Like, there was no one that ever made albums other than Charlie Watts, but there was, like, three drummers in the span of 62 to 63. And then when... Charlie Watts comes in at 63 it's like they just met their their lifelong brother brother yeah like it's the Stones are lucky because if they didn't bring in Ronnie Wood in 75 when they did and then had like well Ronnie Wood came in for uh, black and blue right yeah but then after it's some girls and then emotional rescue and then and then on and on and on, right? Those, like, to come in and then those three releases, like, that makes him such a pivotal member that, like, you gotta think about it. The Stones, do you think they would perform with just Mick and Keith? Probably. You think they would? I think so. At this age, if they've already continued, they're making so much fucking money. Yeah, but they've made this much money. You th- like, me personally, I think if Charlie was gone and they never had the the joining member of Ronnie Wood... True. Like, Ronnie Wood's not even on this album, and we got to talk about him because yeah. he's a stone for life. You yeah, know what I mean? He's been there for enough years. Like, it's uh, it's, it's kind of like Brian Johnson. Like He's been there enough years where it's like... Yeah, well... He's kind of an honorary, like, not an honorary member, but he's not a founding member, but he's a member of the band because, you know, like... Yeah, it's... It, he has to be, because, honestly, like, I love those Bon Scott albums, but nothing is as big as Back in Black, Black. Yeah. you know? Um... Who plays guitar on this? McTaylor, right? Yeah, this is the first yeah. song with McTaylor. Uh, yeah. no. I think so. Yeah, that's what Sean said earlier. But maybe they're... They, uh, maybe no, they're it's definitely not. He was on uh, Let It Bleed. Ah, okay. He's on Get Your Yee Yaws. I think it's the first album where he plays on everything. Like, it's a first album as a full member, but... He'd been playing with the... He's even on the... Through the Past. But like... 1969. If you... Sorry. If you look at their discography, though, like... Fuck. 1966, they released Aftermath, which has Paint It Black. 
And then between like it's just fucking hit album, hit album, hit album, hit album, hit album. Yeah, hit but album, even hit, the like, other ones that yeah, they're don't still good. Necessarily seem like they're as big as hits. And the worst part is, is like when you look at those, I don't always understand their discography because like I don't see flowers there. Yeah, you know it's weird. The Beatles kind of has that too in some senses, where there's albums that were released in North America and yeah, albums that were released in the UK. Well, the Beatles' the first album was released in '62, but it only came out here in the well, US, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, that's kind of what happened in the early days. People now, it's kind of it's released worldwide now, usually. Yeah. Um. But man, fucking phenomenal band from from just every, like for years and but Brian Jones we we mentioned yeah. but we didn't say like I don't he's not the original 27 club but he is one of the originals yeah, the original is Mr. Robert Johnson from, yeah he was 27 oh yeah Robert Johnson the blues guy there yeah yeah he, he, uh, he died he was originally 1938 he started it I guess and then Brian Jones is second number He's second, yeah. and then what, Janice? Yeah, Jimmy Janice. Um, and then Jimmy died before Janice? Yeah. Okay. Janice died in October, Jimmy died in September. And then it would be Jim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, actually, yeah, Blind Al Wilson might be in there, too. I'm not sure when he died. But he Brian died Jones was 69. Oh, yeah. So. So, yeah, that's a big member, though. Like, he was he was the founding member of the Rolling Stones, and... You know what's a weird thing I find, too? Um, Ian Stewart, right? He was um, the organ, piano, and percussion. He was a member from 62 until 63, right? And then he became a contract player from 64 until his death in 85. That's 21 years. That's just so he's the bongo dude here? Yeah. Well, I yeah, believe he's, so. Like, he's probably part of the band. Well, he wasn't part of the band, but you know, that's weird, eh? That I I don't know. That's weird because for someone to be around from '62 when they came together and to perform with them until 1985, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's fucking. I trust my math. That's 23 years. You know what I mean? How are yeah. you in a band for 23 years not and you're not, <laughs> and you're just like a contract? I mean, mind you, that's just that. It's just wondering for me because, like, for all I know, like he didn't want to be in the limelight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either. And Bill Wyman from '62 to '93, and I guess he was a guest in uh, 2012, which is cool. Yeah, came back for a bit. So did Mick Taylor, though. Mick Taylor was, uh, he came back from 2012 to 2014. That would have been a cool time to see them. Yeah. Because at that time, Ronnie Wood was still playing there. So, like, you would have had the three guitar players. Or, well, one of them would have been on bass. But they, they all took, because, uh, that's weird. Because Ronnie Wood plays bass and guitar in the Stones. And so did Mick Taylor. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, because Bill Wyman, he was gone in 93. True. So after 93, I think most of the bass on the albums falls on Ron Wood. Yeah, probably. But they're all multi-instrumentalists, yeah. too. Like, uh, 
because even Mick Jagger, he's the singer, but he also plays keyboards. He also plays the harmonica like a bad motherfucker. And percussion and occasional rhythm guitar. Yeah. Yeah, um, one of the main differences between Rolling Stones is uh, they're more blues-oriented. Yeah, that's like, that's probably why I feel more connected to them than the Beatles. Because the Beatles, they they I don't they obviously they have blues. Yeah. Blues feeling, but Rolling Stones is pretty much blues. Like there was a video I was showing my students, and uh, it was a guy, it was a black guy saying, "Hey, uh, he was like, if you're gonna, you know." Uh, Rolling Stones were pretty much doing a black guy playing the blues, except they're like, no, they're white. It's like, listen to this. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the Rolling Stones took so much from American blues, and that's why blues is the mother of rock and roll, or the father of rock and roll, because like blues music has transcended all through rock and roll. The one thing though that makes uh, the Stones even better too is because. Like, so I've heard people say that, like, oh, the Stones stole the blues. Not only no. did they not steal it, the but they made it bigger. Yeah. They made it bigger because once they were noticed, they were bringing Muddy Waters out yeah. or Chuck Berry. Like, fucking Chuck Berry punched Keith Richards in the mouth. And Keith Richards didn't do a fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sit not. down, boy. Well... Um, but you could say the same thing about Led Zeppelin. Like, Led Zeppelin, they stole the blues. Well, Led Zeppelin, fucking all their songs are... Yeah, but then there's recordings of Jimmy Page playing with Sonny Boy Williamson. Well, yeah. So, they so didn't how steal is it stealing blues. if you're playing it together? I, I've seen, a, like, the Stones were really known, and still to this day, but not as well known uh, for it. But back in the day, like, when they would show up to a town, right, to play their show there... They'd be there for like two nights or something. Yeah. And the night before, they'd go to like a small blues bar and do a little set there. You know, they they were known for doing that, making little stops. Yeah. And oh, hey, Mr. Muddy Water's gonna come play. Oh, we're gonna have, uh, you know, Chuck Berry's gonna come up and play a tune or, or you know, Howlin' Wolf, like, welcome Howlin' Wolf to the stage. You know, like, they. Like, I can never understand it being stealing because, like, who, everything happens in, a, like, a generational movement. Yeah, like, yeah. you were talking about Robert Johnson. Yeah. He's before Muddy Waters and... Way before. And, uh, and like, the Buddy Guy, mm -hmm. you know, like, the B.B. King, like, these guys. You know, those these guys are, are later. Yeah. They come from the same fucking, the same side of uh, music. Yeah. That's two but it all cities. starts from somewhere, and everyone's inspired. You guys, yeah. Queen Street. Yeah, we're blues. You rock hear too. blues in there? That's blues and southern rock, and we have a whole song that's in twelve bar blues. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fast twelve bar, but it's twelve bar. Definitely, and it's fucking awesome. Like, I, 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 I love, love seeing inspirations from other bands, like Shining. Mm -hmm. You know, like you you look at the Stones and you see like the classic. Mick and Keith Swagger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then you see that fucking almost, not quite, but almost 10 years later in Aerosmith. Yeah. You know what definitely. I mean? Yeah, and then you, you see the swagger of Aerosmith. You add a little aggression. And then you see that in Guns N' Roses. But Guns N' Roses still loves the Stones. Yeah. Open, uh, Guns N' Roses open for the Stones. 
open okay. for Aerosmith. Those would have been some you know crazy I mean? shows. Well, it's just, it's insane. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't like it when people say, oh, you stole that. No, I was inspired by that. And there's a big difference. Yeah, huge difference between being inspired and being... Uh, a fucking thief! Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, I mean, Nicki Minaj, uh, her song, Sorry, is a complete ripoff of a Tracy Chapman song there. Oh, uh, yeah. What's it called? It's on the album that, uh, the, her most famous album there. Not Fast Car. No, it's uh, starting a revolution. The, it's the other big one. The other big one on the uh, the album. It's like, uh, uh, anyways, she the Nicki Minaj like legit. I seen that because Tracy yeah, sued her, right? Yeah, and Nicki Minaj paid her like four hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is rightful. But like legit, the way that Nicki Minaj sings the lyrics is identical to Tracy Chapman. And it's like, yeah, you're totally stealing that. That's not an inspiration. You can't be saying. I'm inspired her by her, and then take the exact same singing and yeah. put it on your own Fuck song. That. Like that's Fuck all those stupid Like the Rolling Stones are making rappers, their own music. Yeah. But not rappers in general. I mean like Nicki Minaj and Doja Cardi Cat. B or fucking... Megan. Oh. Uh, all of that. <laughs> Fuck, we sound racist there. <laughs> we just named a bunch of fucking... Fucking Izzy... Uh, whatever. Do you ever yeah. seen that on that fucking interview, where she's like spit some shitty ass freestyle, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna take a call," and then someone's like, "Yo, you are fucking trash, <laughs> bitch. You suck." And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" They hang up the phone. Like, it's like, "Bitch, you're trash." No, it's Is not. Is Fergie a, a rapper? No. No. But. Fergie can also fucking sing. True. Like yeah, I, she, she I, she's sing. played with Slash a couple times. She plays on uh, one of his solo albums as a featuring uh, vocalist. She fucking she does a good tune. Yeah, but I mean, not everything they do. Those people I like, and not everything the Stones do. I I don't like everything the Stones no, do. No, me like, neither. Like when you watch fucking David Bowie and Keith Richards fucking dancing in the dark or whatever, man, like. That's fucking next level. Uh, With David there, dancing in the street. Dancing, dancing in, in the, the street. Yeah, I fucking I couldn't do that, man. Like, I think David and Mick hipped up. I really think. Oh, they did. dude. They definitely. Like if David, tickled. if David Bowie was in uh, his alter ego, his bisexual alter ego, and Mick Jagger was so high on fucking drugs, I'm pretty sure they probably diddled each other. <laughs> They had a little pickle tickle. With, probably with some women. There were some women involved, but they were probably the same. It ain't gay in a three-way. <laughs> with a honey in the middle. And with that, we're going to flip the side. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready for a flip? Yeah, we're going to flip it.
Sticky fingers to your side, too. Ah. We're back. Um, yeah, jingle took a little longer. We were trying. Play some bass today. Don't I got my bass. <laughs> so we were trying to work in some bass. Uh, we ended up not using the bass, but you know, he's we're still, he's still learning. He's still learning that bass. Yeah, it'll get there. We'll have it on eventually. Mm -hmm. So we decided uh, to do it acoustically. Now, um, yeah, I played some F uh, F fucking chords, and whoever you know, if you're a guitar player. Um, the F major bar chord fucking is a cunt to play. Um, the F in F major stands for fucking major cunt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a bitch to play that chord. Plus B minor at the beginning. Like the first chord uh, that the verse is in, that B minor. I learned it, but it's fucking so dumb with your fingers. It's like, man, it's tough. Stuff. But it, it sounded alright, so we'll, we might keep it, we might not. Maybe you'll hear a whole new version of the jingle and we uh, ignore everything we just said for the last five minutes. <laughs> so, Stick Your Fingers is the ninth. Well, sorry, what? Oh, okay. It's the ninth British album and it's the eleventh American yeah. studio album. Um, See, that's weird. Like, why yeah. do they have more albums in the North America than Britain? And. Sorry, I had to turn on the live line. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's especially when they're from Britain. It's kind of like, huh, interesting. Like, I, I feel like that would it make more sense to have it, you know, released. Yeah, and it, it does say there it's Mick Taylor's second full-length appearance on the second. Stones album after the live album Get Your Yeehaws Out, but he performs on the two previous albums, just not on all tracks. What's a yaya? -ya? I don't know, but you gotta get them out. <laughs> you gotta get them out, man. Um. Oh, the album cover is also by Andy Warhol. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. He's a fucking big member of the art, pop art, uh, hope for everyone, anyone who doesn't know that. But that's pretty cool that Stones were that, like, Andy Warhol was one of the biggest artists at the time, and the Rolling Stones were one of the biggest bands at the, at the time. So, you know, it's kind of kind of cool to see his artwork featured. Is he, did he only do this album for album covers uh, with Rolling Stones? I'm, I'm not exactly sure. He's done a, a lot of cool shit for a lot of people. Um, 
His most famous is probably the Velvet Underground with the banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably his second most famous for album covers, I'd probably say. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this album was also recorded at Muscle Shoals. So we've mentioned Muscle Muscle Shoals, but we mentioned it a couple times now because you know that's that was the place to record back in the day. Yeah. It's like where if you wanted that, you know. Fucking, I don't even, I don't know what it is, but they, it, there's a certain sound in certain record, uh, record, recording studios, uh, that like changes the way the music comes out, and like, man, like this is a great recording. Yeah. But, like uh, you know, Leonard Skinner. You hear, listen to Leonard Skinner. It's kind of got that same feel a bit, you know. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's clean. Yeah, like there's a there's a certain feel to the recordings from Muscle Shoals, and then there's certain it, it's, feels. It's from almost Minecraft. like when you listen to it, you sound like you're in the room. Yeah. Like you hear it as it is. Yeah. There's you know nothing I mean? really like no crazy reverb effects or anything like. Like it's like you're sitting in the recorded like the booth right next door, you know. Yeah. Now we've talked a lot about this album cover because it's cool. Like my the vinyl. Uh, has the zipper on it? Yes, it's Andy Warhol. Um, there is a, an alternative yeah. uh, Spanish issue, and when you look at it, it's it's uh, it's these fingers coming out of a can. It says Fowler's. I don't know what it says. Treacles or some shit. Treacle. Treacles. But um, I find what's cool about that is. Uh, if you look up the Black Keys, like if you're a fan of the Black Keys, uh, they have an album called Thick Freakness, and uh, it kind of looks like that. Oh yeah, I've never seen that album cover. Well, I mean, it obviously it's not the same, but they look kind of like similar, you know, with the fingers yeah. in the in the goo, with the fucking coming out of a can well the fingers are coming out of the can on the stones alternative yeah. issue whereas the fingers are going into it but like it did, when I seen the the Spanish issue the cover of it and I wonder if they didn't if they didn't let the original one because you mentioned yeah that's uh, what I'm on s- this album cover there's a little bit of a bulge there yeah a little like, bit of a big wiener maybe that's why like that why spanish out of all the countries that wouldn't let it like the Sp- spain spain yeah don't, doesn't like it or something spain I'm doesn't curious, like wieners uh i'm curious to see how much uh one of those would go for on discount i'm gonna look that up um because i mean i prefer mine yeah obviously personally. i want the one with the pants but like it must be kind of rare to get one with the you know the fingers yeah because I know my mom's friend, um, she has, she loves the Rolling Stones. And she always tells me, is it the goat Cindy? head soup? Doop? Yeah, yeah, Cindy. She, uh, the, the goat head soup where it's like a goat head in an actual like thing of soup. And There's different covers of goat head soup though. I've she, seen she, goat but head soup. But I've never seen that one and she's seen it. She, that's like the one she remembers, but I'm curious. Uh, See any Spain ones around? No Spain ones on Discogs? Come on, you fucker. Yeah, no. Oh, there we go. Holy God. Expensive? Well, you can buy one for 82 bucks. But uh, that that's in uh, good plus condition. But yeah, Fowler's uh, Sticky Fingers. Yeah, this is the one that Cindy would be talking about. 
Yeah, yeah, the one with, yeah, okay. The head in the soup, yeah. <clears throat> so is that, is that a new release, or is that... No, I think it's an alternative. I, like, I think they're, they both probably came out in different spots yeah. at the same time. This one says it's from Singapore. Holy God. You can buy one for 158 bucks right now. Wow. <laughs> now, you know, Brad, um, <clears throat> I always let you do the charts. Mm -hmm. So this one, I had to come in and steal it from you. And then mm -hmm. instead, of, instead of telling you uh, all the places it's number one, I'll tell you the places it's not number one. Because in Japanese Oricon LP's chart, it's number nine. So fuck Japan for not making the Stones number one. And Italian albums charts is number five. So fuck Italy for not making the Stones number one. We're still good in And Canada. then the French SNEP albums charts, it is number three. So fuck the French SNEP album chart for not making it number one. And then, now that I've done that, the other one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine places where it charted, and including the UK, the US, Germany, Spain, Sweden, Canada, um, Australia, and uh, the Netherlands, it's number one. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Big album. Seriously. Huge album. album. Even when it uh, reissued came out in the 2015, like, it was still high. Like, for an album that came out in that many places, you know what I mean? Already, like, so it comes out in, what, 71? So when it gets reissued in 2015, the, the highest one was in South Korea at 65. Or, no, 64. The highest one was the Super Deluxe in the U.S. But the original one still got five in the U.S. in 2015. Yeah. Like, that many years later? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty crazy. Good. What about Canada? There's no, oh, there is no Canada for the 2015. Right no, now. no. Slots. The year-end chart positions, though, are a little rough. In, in the, the Netherlands, it stayed one. In the U.K., it was three. The U.S. Billboard... 200 is 21, Italian album charts 21, French I mean, 24, and Australian 18. To be fair, like 1971 and 72, and like those, those years are like fucking so much goddamn good music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, why, like, it just it had to be number one at some point. But if you name all the albums from 71, this is probably one of my favorite. But you were also playing 10 years after before, you know? Yeah, that's 71. And that's the same year. Like, you can't. You can't go wrong. Sholm, Sholm's been uh, doing, uh, last two weeks, they do a thing at lunch where they play, uh, like they have an appetizer uh, song, a, a, a main course song, and then a dessert song. So it's kind of like uh, like a lunch lunch hour yeah. like song thing. Anyways, um, um, uh, Sholm today was 1971. Uh, so that was the last year of the decades but they've done like 1972 1992 like so they've been going all over and it's kind of the amount of fucking good tracks that he was going to play today there in 1971 he has fans vote in on facebook it's pretty cool that's badass this album sold three million copies in the united states making yep. it three times platinum three thousand or three hundred thousand copies sold in the uk making it reach platinum 
20,000 copies in Norway, making it silver. 109,400 copies in France, making it gold. And 3,500 in Australia, making it gold. This is a huge album, man. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, guy. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Mr. Robert Crisco gave oh, it an A. Fuck you, Robert Crisco. That's pretty Crisco. good for Robert I, Yeah, Crisco. I know, but I've already said I don't like him. I'm yeah, never that's two, like two him. reviews in a row where he's not shitting on them. Maybe, maybe uh, he's never going to change and I still hate him. I still hate See him. See what I did there? Fuck him. Fuck him. Robert Crisco said... Um, Tripling with decadence, but might be the Rolling Stones' best album, approached only by Exile Main Street. He wrote that it reflected how unapologetic the band was after the Altamont Free concert, and that despite the concession to sincerity with Wild Horses songs such as "Can't You Hear Me." What the fuck? Now this guy. He said that the only album that comes close to it is Exile. Yeah. As much as I love this album and I say it's one of my favorites all time, I don't know how how all those Stones albums of that era aren't all kind of put in that same uh, category. You know, since we're in Canada, the list of albums to reach number one in Canada in 1971 were pretty great because you have George Harrison, All Things Must Pass, from January 9th, all the way to February 27th, right? And then the week from the tw uh, the 20 no, sorry. So that goes from the 27th to March 5th. On March 5th, it became Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> yeah, which fuck is yeah. badass. I love but that. then from March 13th all the way to ooh May 8th, Pearl by Janis Joplin. Gotta give it to her. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that this year. It's 50 years. Yeah, so we gotta do some Janice. And then uh, I don't think we've done a few. The yet. Love Story, which is an original soundtrack. I'm not uh, I'm not super familiar with it, but then from <clears throat> May 15th to May 29th, up to date by the Partridge Family, just to be taken back over again by Jesus Christ Superstar for two weeks, and then uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is doing good. In yeah, oh, hell yeah, that was huge. And then the Stones came in with Sticky Fingers, and they were number one from June 12th until July 2nd. July 3rd is when Carol King Tapestry takes over for one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive weeks. Yeah. Then it goes album. back to the Stones for two weeks, then back to Carol King for two weeks. It was the best selling album of 1971, Carol King. So we're going to have to do that because it's 50 yeah. years as well. We got a lot of female artists coming up. That's what it means, basically. <laughs> and then Ram by Paul and Linda McCartney. Yeah. Rod Stewart, Every Picture Tells a Story. That's a great That's album. number one in Canada for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight consecutive weeks. And then Santana, three, would finish out. No. Okay, I bought that album. The third recently. album. Uh, it, it would like end out the year. Is the greatest. It's funny album. you mentioned July third because I looked up uh, when Jim Morrison died and he died on July third. <laughs> That's a weird one. Really? Yeah. Like you, like I legit loaded up the page when you said. Oh, that. we missed the fifty-year anniversary. It was February tenth for Carol King. Wow, we're gonna have to do it anyways. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still a huge year Wait, for that album. Wait, when did we start back the podcast? January. Was it in January? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I. 
want to say Blind Melon was like January 18th. Well, we missed Carol King, but we're still going to spin it. we got to spin it. At least in the, if it's in the 50th year. It's all right. <laughs> that is probably my favorite female vocalist album of all time. Yeah. I, I, I have a, I don't know, I have a weird obsession with Carol King. She's just so fucking amazing. And we're going to get into Carol King, obviously, when we talk about her, because she has a crazy career before she even wrote shit. But, uh... Oh, no, you're right. February 1st. Okay, so yeah, we were probably, we were still pretty... Came back for the 1st of February. And July we... 3rd, we have to do the doors. Yeah, I'm done. Which like, one? Yeah. The first one? Uh, any of them. Well, L.A. Woman is... Uh, I don't have L.A. Woman. I don't either. I, I would like to have that eventually, but... Uh, I'm known as... 50 years. Most, a lot of people that know me, like, that ask me about the music that I like and don't like. I don't want to say I hate the Doors. I don't hate the Doors. Yeah. I think the Doors music is really good. I just think sometimes it's overrated compared to some of the... Like, uh, yeah. Look, I just met... We mentioned 10 years after you were playing... Like, 10 years after to me is better than the Doors. Yeah. But you, you mentioned 10 years after to someone and they might not know who you're talking about. But exactly. you mentioned the Doors, they're all like, yeah, Jim Morrison's God. It's like, shut the fuck up. He's not God. Keith Richards is... <laughs> Stupid fucks. We also missed Janis Joplin's Pearl. That was January 11th, so we're gonna have to spin that sometime yeah. in the next couple weeks. There's Why so much to spin. Yeah. There's so much. There is, honestly. We're gonna have. We have so many good albums for all you folks who listen. We're getting a couple more listens. We're almost at 200 listens. Yeah. In total, so. I think this album will get us to our 200 listens. Hopefully. Uh, so far, Temple of Dogs is pretty good. That's got five. That's got five? Yeah. Now, we have people from... Wow. I feel bad. If you're the one person who has listened from India, I am sorry for what you guys are going through out there. I hope it gets better for you. They're having crazy COVID, man. They're having yeah. 300,000 cases a day. That's awful. Like, that's more than the states. Um, but, uh, it, uh, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say about that. Um... Yeah, all the people we we have listeners uh, from India, Germany, France, some like just one like random people click on our podcast. It's kind of cool. And a special album that that did come out in 1971. Another album that we missed is uh, what's that? This is Harry Legs. <laughs> another album that we missed in 1971, which the title uh, does go a long way for this year, is George Harrison. Yeah. All things must pass. We should spin this. And like COVID, this will pass. And we gotta remember that. We're not gonna spoil that, but we yeah, gotta remember that. That's a big one. That's huge. For and we me, also gotta remember that, because that's a big one too. But yeah, uh, we should do some... Uh, we should do, uh, there's do, there's, there's a lot to do. Fun, there's yeah. so much to do. The I list mean, look at your posters in your room real quick. I mean, no one else can see them, but heaven, while well, we've done that... Haven't done that. No. Haven't, haven't done, done that. that. Haven't done him. Have done him. Haven't have have haven't haven't have have haven't 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 Sticky fingers. 50 years, man. 50 years. 50 years of just being so cool. So awesome. Like, the Stones, like, to this day, are, like, the coolest people that have ever walked the earth. Some of the most ancient, for sure. Yeah. 
God, I love no, but you're saying that. ancient, but I mean in, in the sixties and seventies, like they were they were the hot stuff. In, in the seventies, <laughs> I don't think they were ever cooler than that. Oh, yeah, like, sure. Just the the swagger. Well, even in the sixties, like when they first come across the states, they probably got so much. But you, how much women do you think Mick Jagger slept with? <sighs> you know what? I can't answer that because I guarantee he can't. Yeah, he probably lost. If he count. can't answer it, there's no reason why I should be able to. I think his wife is like forty or fifty. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Did you ever hear about the time when, uh, like, he was at the house with the mamas and the papas? No. And he took uh, one of their daughters into the bedroom, and she was like fourteen, but she wanted it or whatever. Well, like, obviously, not, not, not saying that that's right, you know. But he was banging her. And the dad was so mad because he wanted to bang his daughter because he's a sick fuck. <laughs> he's a sick fuck. Fuck, eh? The 60s. Well, eh, hey, yeah, first of all, the 60s. Second of all, if Mick Jagger came up to you, well, like, I... Are you saying you'd let him bang no, your 14-year-old daughter? No, definitely Brad, not. Brad, you're a sick not bastard. Now, but back in the day, if one of the Rolling Stones wanted to sleep, not with my daughter... But with a 14-year-old, I can guarantee you it was going to happen because they had the power and they had the fucking well, look at, to do look that. Look at Ted Nugent. Yeah. He had parents <laughs> sign over parental rights of I their know. daughter. You know how ballsy that is to even ask? like, And how but gross that is in today's time? One. No, no. Fuck well, look at Jerry Lee Lewis married his cousin yeah. when she was 13. <laughs> That's like, fucking disgusting. It's kind of like, I, I hate talking about that because I fucking love these guys so much like the Rolling Stones and all this but you think about they fucking slept with a lot of underage women oh yeah and it's it's kind of sick to, Jimmy Page you know, too it's kind of sick to think about cause it's like, fucking it is it's gross but they make some great music though. <laughs> fuck it's gross <laughs> yeah no that's uh that's and it's, it's a touchy subject because now it's so gross, but then it happened so often that it was almost yeah, normal. Exactly. And you also hear like stories about like like great grandparents and all whatnot, like you know, a farmer in his late twenties marrying a fifteen year old yeah. girl or a fourteen year old girl. Marrying off the family, you know, like a lot, a lot of know? religious cultures do yeah. that too. Yeah. A lot of religious cultures touch little boys. You know, well, yeah, that and that's not true. right. No, but that's, that's not true. right. So if you're gonna cancel the stones, cancel Sunday dirt, uh, Sunday church, <laughs> Sunday dirt, <laughs> Sunday dirt, pee pee touches. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, God, get a grip. Not literally, no. but <laughs> but uh, you know, fifty years. Eh? Fifty years. <laughs> We're fifty minutes into a fifty-year podcast. Fifty, fifty, fifty. Um, uh, play you tonight, right? Yeah, yeah I was about to say it's on, it's still on, because one of your guys got COVID. Jack Levo or oh yeah, Josh Levo. Josh Levo, he he, he missed practice, but they're still gonna play apparently. Imagine. No, what? the teammates like him, so they all stay away from him <laughs> anyway. <laughs> or they all like him, and then they all contracted it, and then give it all to Montreal players, and then boom, 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 boom and done. I wish they'd give it to Edmonton. Yeah, that would be cool. No, it wouldn't be cool. But it would be a little cool, dude. Uh, Fuck Edmonton. <laughs> Imagine Edmonton caught COVID and couldn't go into the playoffs, and we're in uh, fifth, so we have to take that spot. True. Bump it right up. Bump it louder. Bump <laughs> it louder. Be a party and a half. 
I mean, that sounds awful, and I don't really mean that, but I fucking hate Edmonton, and I do really mean that. So. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. So, we've reached another album. Another album. we reached the end of another album. 50 Years, Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones. If you don't know it, go check it out. Go listen to it. It's great. Um, it's always weird when we do these podcasts, because I always think, like, you know, like, they're not really hearing the music, they're just hearing us talk yeah. some, about that band sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, today we were pretty, uh... Yeah, we talked about the Rolling Stones. We're pretty strict on talking about the boys today. Sometimes, though, it's, uh, we, we don't really, sometimes we get off topic. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but that's alright, that happens, you know, because that's the goal of a podcast. But for a podcast like this, 50 years, like, if you have an album that was number one... In so many places, fifty years ago, and you that band still to this day tours. Yeah, go check them out if they whenever concerts come back. Cause man, that that'd be a dream of mine yeah. to see the Stones. Definitely, dude. If it wasn't four fucking hundred dollars for nosebleeds, yeah, but it's so worth it. Honestly, like you think I go see them at a festival. I mean, you think about it like this, right? Like uh, you could get a guy, a carpenter, right, to come work at your house. He's been in carpentry for what three four years yeah he'll give you a decent price or you can get someone that's been doing it for 40 years and does it better than anyone else but it's more expensive mm-hmm. i mean you when when you're seeing the stones like you you can you won't ever see led zeppelin again yeah, yeah no. you won't ever see the beatles again no. you'll never see pink floyd again well no not you'll with never water. not with waters well but. then you're not seeing floyd because at Nick Mason and and uh, David Gilmore, that that doesn't make Floyd. No. You can see the Rolling Stones. True. You could see three of the originals. You can see Ronnie Wood, who's been there since seventy fucking five. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking. I mean, Mick Taylor is years. still alive. Mick Taylor's yeah. You know, there's. I don't know. It's crazy how the Rolling Stones have outlasted a lot of bands. Everyone, like, dude. Everyone. Especially like, Keith. You and think of other band. acts of that time, right? Like, and even he's a little later, but just, we did Alice Cooper recently, so he's kind of in my mind. Alice Cooper has been around the since Stones. 67, 68, right? Mm-hmm. But Alice Cooper hasn't played with the same people. No. He hasn't played with not one of those pe- uh, members of the original band on every album. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This this band has reached so many milestones that there there will never be another Rolling Stones. True, that is true. And uh, I mean, oh, sorry. I mean uh, Mick Jagger, but like like he's mentioned earlier, if Charlie Watts like left, I don't know. I don't think maybe now they probably wouldn't. I guess they're too like. Well, see the thing with Charlie is. I, I was saying that more or less if Ronnie Wood never joined the band. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. I could still see the three touring with Ronnie Wood, uh, like Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and Ron Wood. Oh, yeah. If they want to do a tour together, I'd still be down. Because that's like four members continuously from 75. Yeah, true. Right? Which is fucking, still fucking 46 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like that's that's insane. That's yeah. next level shit. There really isn't many bands from back in the day that you can go see. Well, um, the expectancy long longevity of a band is like 
five years or, yeah. or ten years or something like that. It's not long. No. no you know not. what I mean? And the thing is, it's like you look at bands like the Eagles, for an example. Every album got bigger and bigger and bigger. So did their egos. Also. To the point the where they blew changed. up. Yeah. Major changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Stones have lineup changes. But Br- Brian Jones, he died. Whether or not... They're pretty early on, too. Yeah, and whether or not he died on accident or... Yeah, there's this yeah. But we'll get more that. into that <laughs> when we do uh, some earlier Stones albums. But, uh, you know, like even newer bands. Like, you look at Oasis, right? Mm-hmm. They're a great band from the 90s going into the 2000s. Long. Those brothers fucking hate each other. Yep. Brothers. Like, blood brothers. Black hair. These Black guys Keys. are fucking brothers. And not blood, but for life. Yeah, definitely. Well, they've been together for fucking 60 years. And I'm sure that Mick Jagger and Keith Richards don't always see eye to eye or get along. And they don't have to. No, because they've made enough. They, 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 they just fucking... You know, they... They like being together. They like playing music together. I think that's what's fueled it all these years. Is being able to play music together with the ones you want to be. Yeah. And I mean, that could go go for Aerosmith too, but I did say, I see so much of the Stones in Aerosmith. Yeah. That, like, they almost, like, modeled their career after it. You know, there's one album without uh, Joe Perry, but I mean, still, he's the long time... Would you consider The Who still a band? The Who's hard right now because... Uh, I mean, they got Pete and... Pete and uh, Roger, Roger, but John's dead, and, and, Keith, and dead. Keith is dead. But The Who, to me, I love The Who. Well, yeah, me too. Like, I put The Who up there with The Stones, mm-hmm. and, the, like, I can't shit on The Beatles. I, I was going to say I put them over The Beatles, but... They're all kind of, like, you know, it's that, it's that, like, there's a, there's a top tier of musicians, and in that top tier, like, it's hard to put people past that tier. Yeah. Like, I just, for me Beatles, personally, I, Stones, I find myself you know. listening to, like, bands like The Who and bands like The Stones or Zeppelin more than bands like yeah. The Beatles. Yeah, or, definitely. Well, I, there's no other band like The Beatles, so no. it's hard to, to say it's something after that. Like, The Beatles are the Beatles. amazing. <laughs> but they're not The Stones. They're not The Stones. They're the completely different identity. Honestly, that's basically, like, that, you know. Fuck, I've been really trying, the last couple of minutes we've been talking, I've been really trying to figure out bands who are still around. From, like, from that time? Like, early like, 60s, and like, fuck. There's really not many. Like, there really a lot isn't. of them start, you know, I was going to say ACDC, but that's in the 70s. Easy talk. Yeah, but ACDC, yeah, like, uh, you know, Malcolm's dead. Yeah. And Bon Scott's dead. Yeah. Two originals. Like, yeah. your original vocalist is gone like yeah. that takes a lot away from a band and i love brian johnson and back in black is like one of the top albums of all time bar none bar genre it doesn't matter like one of the greatest albums of yeah, all time definitely definitely it still hurts that you lost your original yeah 100 100 and you know it changed the sound i mean like, we were least... lucky when we seen sabbath but we didn't see sabbath with bill ward no and we, we did see sabbath though I, and we've seen three out of four. Yeah, I'd give that pretty close. And to there seven. was a time where you, you had a chance of seeing three out of four, and Ozzy wasn't the one. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, I, I'd consider Black Sabbath. Well, yeah, no, they're done. They're done now. Black Sabbath. Yeah, but yeah, they call it quits. Even Kiss called it quits, and Kiss like and Gene that was and Paul. Too. Like, yeah, early like seventy three. 
but the 62 is where it stands 60 out. 60 years. They've been, fuck, I, I'm really struggling. I've been really thinking that. I'm, they're probably Hermits, is. hermits. Yeah, like, but, but, but even again, then, how many of them are dead? Is Herman still alive? We don't know. <laughs> is Herman even the name of a member in the band? I don't I know. I hope so. Imagine if it was called Herman's Hermits and it wasn't Herman's Hermits. I mean, uh, there was no even Herman Deep Purple. Like, I guess mm, Ian Pace, that they, yeah, they're around, but like, you're But it's still not the same. Like, Ian, Ian Pace is an example, kind of like Charlie in the sense that not many bands have their original drummer. Mm hmm. He's the original. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but uh, Ian, Gillen's not, Ian Gillen's uh, not an original. He's that's the second the singer. Or two lineup I think or that's Mach 2. Yeah. And then Roger Glover's not original, but yeah. sometimes he feels like it because he's such an important part. Yeah. Well, he he came in the same time as Ian Gillen. I mean, that's early 70s, so I mean, that's 1970 right on the dot, pretty much, right? Yeah. Fuck, I cannot think of it. There's no one. Like no purple, one. Uh, Maybe if we did some digging, we could probably find a couple yeah. bands. Like, but like we saw Uriah Heep, but it was one member, yeah, <laughs> yeah. original member. No, no, no shit. Uh, uh, talking to Mick Box or Mick Fox or whatever. Mick Box. Mick Box, because that was a great fucking show, dude. And he was doing but, his little magical fucking hand things and like he was looking right at us. <laughs> That's for another. Part. I caught that pick. Yeah. 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 That was a good show. It was a good show. That's a, but that's a whole I would like to see the Rolling Stones before they... Uh, but I would uh, pay $400 to be in the Nosebleeds for the Stones just to know what it's like to be in the same room as icons. Yeah. I've seen Slash, personal hero. Is he an icon? Maybe on the verge, but he's not the Stones. Sure. Like, he does what he does because of the bands like the Stones. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be like seeing Hendrix. It'd be like seeing the Beatles. Like... I yeah. guess The Who is a, a fairly decent, uh, like, someone to think of in that sense, but I don't know. We rambled pretty good there, eh? We did get a little ramble. Ramble <laughs> Uh, So, yeah. Fucking listen to Sticky Fingers. Listen um, to the Stones. You don't have to listen to Sticky Fingers. Yeah, you can true. listen. listen the, the Stones have been around so long and have done so many different things. But it doesn't really matter. Because they have something stuff. for anyone and everyone. Have you listened to any of their new stuff? Like, like Lonesome and Blue? Yeah. Yeah, they had Eric shit. Clapton on some of that. That's some good shit. Yeah, I fucking loved it. It's the Stones. You can't go wrong. And they're they're out of that, like, uh, now when they release music, they're out of, like, that 80s and late 80s and early 90s poppy vibes. They're going, vibes. Back, they're going back to the yeah. blues roots, yeah. Which I really appreciate too. and, and I like definitely that. respect. Ah. Well, I mean, I guess you could call a solo acts like Van Morrison's still around. Yeah, but he doesn't. But Van Morrison started in a band called Them. Yeah, well, Them's not around. Them is definitely not around. They had two albums. Yeah. Well, they have more than two, but only two with Van Morrison as the lead vocalist. Them and Them again. Yeah. Then there's some cool psychedelic Them albums with a different singer, which really kicks ass. I know you're still trying to think. Yeah, I, I know. You really? I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm like fucking. I'm stuck, 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 stuck. Yeah, no, I'm looking around my room and it's not doing anything either because I can't find any posters. I don't know. 
Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll fucking we'll keep that uh, as a topic. Yeah. Bands who have been around since the We 60s. should do a, po- a podcast with like a Ketel record, like top tracks of the 60s. Or... Fuck yeah, I got some Ketels, we can do that. I think I gave most of mine away, but I've definitely yeah, I... seen some of the ones that you had that I used got, to like, have. Top 60, or biggest hits of the 70s or something yeah. like that. Do that. Actually, I think on that one, there's no Rolling Stones, so I don't know if it's the biggest hits, but... Clearly it's not. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll shout out to uh, fucking Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Happy Friday! This was recorded on Friday because it's a Monday. birthday album and Friday. I had to be done. Happy weekend. Happy weekend. Bye.